0: Welcome to Music Pro Daily, where each day we share our insight to help music producers grow their brand, land more clients, and connect with the market. The Music Pro Daily podcast shares real value from the daily interactions of music professionals Nicholas DiLorenzo and myself, Daniel Grimm. Happy Friday, Music Pro Daily family. Hope you're doing well. As always, thanks for tuning in to listen today. Please take a moment to rate, review, And subscribe to this podcast or share it with a friend if you find it helpful. Uh, Today I want to continue our conversation about sales. We did an episode earlier in the week, three step or three places rather where you can pre-sell. So if you're curious about that, go check out that episode. Um, Let's just address one of the biggest misconceptions, biggest thing I hear from producers. And audio professionals, um, they say artists don't have money. Pretty much every producer I've got on the phone with to have a you know preliminary kind of consulting call. I do these little um, free business audits for people to see if you know we're a good fit to work together. And I ask them like, Cool, let's run through some of the problems. What's 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 the problem? And it's like, Well, I just I don't know how I'm supposed to make a living at this. You know, we serve artists and, you know, artists don't have any money. But I can't do what I do for cheap because then I'm not able to pay my bills, so I'm stuck. Artists don't have any money. So this is not true. If that were true, then why do my clients consistently land $1,000, $2,000, sometimes $3,000 songs with independent artists? My production company did it too if that were the case if artists didn't have money there wouldn't be full-time producers and mixers and stuff and there are there are plenty of them so that's not the issue when I when I ask when I ask them well how do you know that they don't have any money he's like well because every every time I say my price they say they can't afford it And then I'll ask, they can't afford it or they won't afford it? Two very different things. Well, I don't know. I say, you you didn't ask? Nope. I was like, so that was just the end of the call? Yep. That's what happens every time I talk to an artist. I say my price. They say I can't afford it. They like me this. They like the songs, blah, blah, blah. They like the... The portfolio, they just, they can't afford it. It's too expensive. Too many of you are afraid, are afraid to get in the conversation of money with people. And that's why you're not getting sales. That's why you're not getting clients. You think that by talking about money, that makes you a salesy, you know, skeezy person. Well, no, money's an important topic to talk about if you make it weird then of course it'll be weird but that's not really setting a good example for them either cuz they're going to have to talk about money in their career no one in the music industry wants to talk about money and then they wonder why they take some deal and then someone else takes half their money <laughs> you know people wonder why so many people struggle in the music industry have tough times with money managing it making it because everyone's afraid to talk about money. Be the person that isn't. It's not that weird. What it does is it helps you actually figure out someone's situation. Okay? So, good question. I'll credit my mentors for this. When someone's like, well, that's too expensive, you simply ask, what do you mean? Now, it may seem like, well, Dan, it's an obvious answer. It's expensive. Now, ask what they mean. Dig deeper. Is it they literally have no like cash on hand to invest into the music? Because if so, then that's, that's a whole different problem. Maybe you can give some, them some advice on that and help them with that. If a producer comes to me and I lay out my, you know, we've determined that, hey, this is what they want. This is what's going to help them. Um, then, and, and at the end they're like, Hey, I can't afford it. I'm like, well, let's, let's talk about that. What do you mean? Well, I just don't have that on hand. What, what do you have on hand? I mean, I have this. It's like, well, let's talk about how we're going to fix that. Obviously we're not a fit to work together yet, but let's look at the bigger issue. Cause if I can help them solve that, then they'll eventually be a client. It's easy. The easy excuse is to just be like, oh, well, all, you know, artists don't have money. That's just the easy excuse. And then people sit around and complain in Facebook groups. And I've said this in other episodes before. It's like, well, sure, there may be people that are literally tight on money, but that's not just musicians. I mean, that, that could be anybody, Right. Just because someone plays a musical instrument or sing doesn't mean they're broke. That's just absurd to think. They buy Fender guitars. They buy Gucci shirts. Those companies did a better job at connecting the dots between what the outcome they get from those purchases. You can do the same thing with your production services. If these artists really want, and I, and I believe many of them really do want this, they want to make this a thing. They want to make this their job. They want to make a career out of this. They want to inspire the world, whatever their goals are. Yet they don't want to invest in production. I don't believe that. The reality is that they don't have to invest a lot in production because it's something that a gazillion people can do. And whenever a gazillion people can do it, they don't have to pay a lot for it. That's just the reality of the market that you're in. So that's kind of a separate conversation, which is you need to have something that they really want or build up enough awareness of you and your brand to where there's just enough people reaching out to you. You know, the demand is high and you can charge what you want. But even still... Even still, going into it with "Hey, all artists are broke," you're never going to build a successful production company if you think that, because you're already telling yourself in your head, and that's going to show up on on your calls. Instead, recognize that "Hey, I'm in a business where a gazillion other people can do what I do." So one, I'm going to make something that I'm going to figure out a way to set myself apart and be interesting and actually help these these artists give them something worth paying for, and two if they tell me they don't have any money or that they can't afford it, I'm going to have the courage and maturity to talk about money with them instead of being like, okay, no problem, and hang up the phone and then complain that artists don't have any money. Because what you're going to find is that people buy stuff, hell, people spend Money on stuff they don't even need all the time. People like spending money. So you're telling me these artists don't want to spend money on like the one thing that's most important? I don't buy it. It's just they don't want to spend it with you. We haven't connected the dots in their heads that you're the person or that what you're charging is worth it to them. Because they're like, eh, I can get this from that guy for half the price. Okay, Well, then you need to know that and make some, you know, based on what you're charging, your offer needs to match that. Or you need to build up your demand to match that. To where you have enough work coming in to where you can say, listen, this is my rate because I'm slammed. Whether you work with me or not, someone else will. The magic combination is doing both of those things, obviously. Building up the demand for yourself and having something that is unique that artists want to, to buy. I mean, I'm telling you, that, that this is not going to get any better. It's going to be easier and easier and easier for people to produce stuff. So you really have to take a look at that. But the problem, the, the big problem is, is on your side. It's not on the artist's side. All these posts, hey, artists need to invest in themselves, invest, invest, invest. Most of them are. They're just not investing in you. Because when you get on the phone with them, you're not willing to talk about money. You're not willing to ask them, you know, what do you mean when they say I can't afford it or it's too expensive? Let's talk about that. Maybe they had a different price in their mind. And maybe we could break it up and say, hey, I'm not going to like give you anything less because this is what you need to get traction towards your goal, but maybe we can split it up this way or we can look at it that way. How would that work for you? But if you never even get into that conversation, people want to avoid objections at all costs. They just want to get on the phone with an artist there says, yeah, you're great. I love you. Here, take my money. That's not real. That'll happen occasionally maybe. Objections are are normal. When people are are like seriously considering something, they're gonna have questions. They're gonna have some some objections. That means they're thinking about it. If they don't care about what you're offering, they're just like eh, nah. They'll just get off the phone, or they'll ghost you. So don't be afraid to have the conversation about money with your artist or with the artist that you're talking to. It's not weird unless you make it weird. Hope that helps. We'll see you on Monday. Have a good weekend. A monumental thank you to those listening and those of you who share, subscribe, and review this podcast. Music Pro Daily is all orchestrated in-house by Nicholas DiLorenzo and myself, Daniel Grimmett. The music industry is our shared passion. If you ever want to see more of us in the office or at the studio, head over to musicprodaily.com, where you can find links to our socials and stalk more of us doing what we do best. Thanks again for listening. See you tomorrow.